Good morning and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and are ready to hear the word and to be inspired. Well, we are on to day 43 and it's going to be Leviticus chapter 14. Um, and that's going to be all because yesterday when I did the reading from Matthew, I kind of got slightly carried away. Um, and I didn't realize we were supposed to stop two thirds of the way through Matthew verses 20, chapter 26. So I ended up doing the whole thing. So today we'll just do Leviticus 14, and that will be all that we need. It's quite a big chapter, I think, so we will have a good look at that and read through it. But I do hope you're well and enjoying a lovely Sunday morning. It's uh, it's bright and sunny down here in, in Scotland, but it's been pretty windy. But I do hope that you're all doing well, and it's great to have you join in with me. Remember, you can subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on Anchor as well, and let me know. I'll we'll make sure you can share out um, the shows and the channels to anyone you know that would love to hear the word of God. That would be fantastic. And you feel free as well to leave a comment too so we can let we know how you what you're thinking or how you're thinking and um, what you think of the programme. Any ways that we can improve it at all, I'll certainly be interested. Now, day, it's day 43. So we are on chapter uh, 14 of Leviticus. I make sure that I use my notes correctly. Here we are. So it's back to Moses and all these different regulations for what happens to people in the early days when when the Lord, when God brought his people out of Israel and they headed on into the wilderness for 40 years. It's going to be very, very good, I'm sure. Here we are, Leviticus 14. The Lord said to Moses, these are the regulations for any diseased person at the time of their ceremonial cleansing when they are brought to the priest. The priest is to go outside the camp and examine them. If they have been healed of their defiling skin disease, the priest shall order that the two live clean birds and some cedarwood, scarlet yarn and hyssop be brought for the person to be cleansed. Then the priest shall order that one of the birds be killed over fresh water in a clay pot. He is then to take the live bird and dip it together with the cedarwood, the scarlet yarn and the hyssop into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. Seven times he, will, he shall sprinkle the one to be cleansed of the defiling disease and then pronounce them clean. After that, he is to release the live bird in the open fields. The person to be cleansed must wash their clothes, shave off all their hair and bathe with water. Then they will be ceremonially clean. After this, they may come into the camp, but they must stay outside their tent for seven days. On the seventh day, they must shave off all their hair. They must shave their head, their beard, their eyebrows, and the rest of their hair, they must wash their clothes on and bathe themselves with water and they will be clean. On the eighth day, they must bring two male lambs and one new lamb, a year old, each without defect, along with three tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering and one log of oil. The priest who pronounces them clean shall present both the one to be cleansed and the offerings before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then the priest is to take one of the male lambs and offer it as a guilt offering, along with the log of oil. He shall wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. He is to slaughter the lamb in the sanctuary area where the sin offering and the burnt offering are slaughtered. Like the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is most holy. The priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot. The priest shall then take some of the log of oil, pour it in the palm of his own left hand, dip his right forefinger into the oil in his palm, 
and with his finger sprinkle some of it before the Lord seven times. The priest is to put some of the oil remaining in his palm on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. The rest of the oil in his palm the priest shall put on the head of the one to be cleansed and make atonement for them before the Lord. Then the priest is to sacrifice the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from their uncleanness. After that, the priest shall slaughter the burnt offering and offer it on the altar, together with the grain offering, and make atonement for them, and they will be clean. If, however, they are poor and cannot afford these, they must take one male lamb as a guilt offering to be waived to make atonement for them, together with a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil, olive oil for a grain offering, a log of oil. And the two doves, or two young pigeons, such as they can afford, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. On the eighth day, they must bring them for cleansing to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest is to take the lamb for the guilt offering, together with the log of oil, and wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. He shall slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering and take some of its blood and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot. The priest is to pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand and with his right forefinger sprinkle some of the oil from his palm seven times before the Lord. Some of the oil in his palm he is to put out on the same place he put the blood of the guilt offering, on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot. The rest of the oil in his palm the priest shall put on the head of the one to be cleansed to make atonement for them before the Lord. Then he shall sacrifice the doves or the young pigeons, such as the person can afford. One is a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering, together with the grain offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement before the Lord on behalf of the one to be cleansed. These are the regulations for anyone who has a defiling skin disease and who cannot afford the regular offerings for their cleansing. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when you enter the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as your possession, and I put a spreading mould in a house in that land, the owner of the house must go and tell the priest, I have seen something that looks like a defiling mould in my house. The priest is to order the house to be emptied before he goes in to examine the mould, so that nothing in the house will be pronounced unclean. After this, the priest is to go in and inspect the house. He is to examine the mould on the walls, and if it has greyish or reddish depressions that appear to be deeper than the surface of the wall, the priest shall go out the doorway of the house and close it up for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall return to inspect the house. If the mould has spread on the walls, he is to order that the contaminated stones be torn out and thrown into an unclean place outside the town. He must have all the inside walls of the houses scraped and the material that is scraped off dumped into an unclean place outside the town. Then they are to take the other stones to replace these and take new clay and plaster the house. If the defiling mould reappears in the house after the stones have been torn out and the house scraped and plastered, the priest is to go and examine it. And if the mould has spread in the house, it is a persisting defiling mould. The house is unclean. It must be torn down, its stones, timbers and all the plaster and taken out of the town to an unclean place. Anyone who goes into the house while it is closed up will be unclean till evening. Anyone who sleeps or eats in the house must wash their clothes. 
But if the priest comes to examine it and the mold has not spread after the house has been plastered, he shall pronounce the house clean because the defiling mold is gone. To purify the house, he has to take two birds and some cedarwood, scarlet yarn and hyssop. He shall kill one of the birds over fresh water in a clay pot. Then he has to take the cedarwood, the hyssop, the scarlet yarn and the live bird, dip them into the blood of the dead bird and the fresh water and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall purify the house with the bird's blood, the fresh water, the live bird, the cheddar wood, the hyssop and the scarlet yarn. Then he is to release the live bird in the open fields outside the town. In this way, he will make atonement for the house and it will be clean. These are the regulations for any defiling skin disease, for a sore, for defiling moulds in fabric or in a house, and for a swelling, a rash or a shiny spot. To determine when something is clean or unclean, these are the regulations for defiling skin diseases and defiling moulds. There we are. So, lots of things to take in there as to how to, the Israelites sorted out all their problems from moulds and skin diseases to further on. It's quite interesting how it all worked out. So let's have a short prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together, a chance to hear your word. We pray that, Lord, you would bless your word and help us to understand it and to use it wisely and to gain wisdom in all things, especially, Lord, for the way that you have called us to live our lives in showing our love for one another and in treating our neighbours well and, Lord, in putting other people before ourselves. We ask that you would help us in all these things and we pray for excellent health for all our families and our friends and those that we know are ill and those who we know as well who are alone at this time. We pray that you would give them strength and courage to know that you are with them. In your almighty name of Jesus. Amen. And now, of course, for the sinner's prayer. Feel free to join in along with me or you can just listen to the words and agree with them. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I've done many things wrong. Lord, I repent of my sin and I ask that you would forgive me of my sin. Lord, I want to put my trust into your hands and everything that I am, Lord, I give it to you. I give you all the praise and all the glory and thank you. In your mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And there we are. It's a slightly shorter version this morning for day 43, but we've covered Leviticus chapter 14 and we'll be on to chapter 15 to 17 tomorrow and then back into Matthew verses 20, uh, chapter 27 verses 1 to 31. So lots to look forward to and I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. I did this on the 24th of May. So may God bless you and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye just now.